Praise the Lord. Come on, do better now. Come on, praise the Lord. Okay, now listen, we got to do that a little bit better. For me to fulfill what he just said, you got to have to do a little bit better than that. So when I say praise the Lord, y'all like we in the stadium and the Aggies are coming down the line, get ready to score. I mean, don't get in church and get all somber and hallelujah. Make believe we're at the stadium, fourth quarter, got the ball, got a score, or we go home defeated. So now I said, praise the Lord. There we go. All right, all right. Don't, don't, don't come tell me you guys. A lot of people say when you go to, to, to Anglo Church, they, they don't know how to, to worship. I said, that's a lie. Just go to the nearest stadium. They know exactly how to worship. So don't come here and get somber. I need you to help. It, it's, it's called talking back to me. So if I say something that, that sounds good, you're going to say amen. Okay, let's say fried chicken. Amen. Days off from work. Amen. A nice pool. A.C. <laughs> For me, that's real important in this place. <laughs> I'm excited to be here today. Um, your, your pastor, Matt, is a blessing. Um, we've just been hanging out, and I was humbled that he even asked me to come by and preach to you this morning. And uh, we don't have a whole lot to say. I don't know who the guy he was talking about, but I'm just going to be here and do what God called me to do. All right? Let's pray. Spirit of the living God, let your rain drop some hand for fresh upon your people. Spirit of the living God, let your rain drop some hand for fresh upon your word. Spirit of living God, let your rain drops from heaven revive your servant this morning. Lord, let me decrease that your spirit might increase. I pray, God, for transparency they might see through me to see your son. But, Father, in case they stop at your servant, please send your servant to a detour sign that I may show them the way to the cross. Because, God, it's absolutely nothing about me. It's completely all about you. God, it's completely all about you and absolutely nothing about me. Lord, I pray for three things this morning. I pray for challenge. I pray for conviction, and I pray, God, for spirit of change. If your people are challenged and convicted by your word, they will be changed by the same power, that same word. Let your spirit have the right of way. The Joshua Conical team to fill this temple, God. Now, God, I pray that this offering I present to you, God, be accepted in our sight, O Lord, and my Redeemer. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You ever went to a class reunion? Don't those things suck? You know, especially if you have one of those weird names. You know, not, not, not a weird name, but you one of those names that, you know, in high school, they always, they, they always mess with you about. And, and, you know, like, someone, every time I do this, someone says his name that. You know, like, like someone like Gil. First you call yourself Gil. When you, leave, when you leave high school, your name is Gilbert. Everybody say, hey, Gilbert. And, but you get a call, it's Gil, because it's kind of cool, or it's G. And all of a sudden, you go back, you go back to high school, you know, i like, hey, Gilbert. And, and, and said, no, nah, no, nah, it's, it's Gil. No, nah, you Gilbert. Gilbert Wisnowski. How you doing, buddy? And you're like, no, no, no. You're the one. And they always put you back to where you used to be. You, you got a wife, some kids. You're now a lawyer. But you're still geared with the clown. You're still geared with the guy that never really quite got it. And, and, and they never seem to turn the page in your life. They've always seen it put you stuck. You've just been stuck in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a perception, the thought that someone had you or placed you, and no matter how much you progress, you're still stuck in that place. Well, today I want to help you understand a concept called turn the page. In, in Philippians chapter 3, verse, starting at verse 12, Paul says this here, not that I have already attained or I am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are ahead. 
Philippians 14 says this here, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul is clear to state about how he didn't let things stop. He didn't let things hinder him and his moving past his past. You do know who Paul, Paul was the mass murderer back in the first century. I mean, Paul's the kind of cat, back in the day, you, if someone was in trouble, you wouldn't got the father or the son. Paul got father, son, wife, daughter. He didn't care. He jacked up everybody. He would, he, he would go into your house, kick your door down, snatch you in there, and grab you out and say, hey, you're going to die now because you're not coming against my God. And all of a sudden, Paul gets changed on Damascus Road. How, 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 imagine, imagine being a first century church, and all of a sudden, Paul shows up. <laughs> what? It's Paul. They're like, praise Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, and, and everywhere Paul went, people say, hey, brother Paul. Praise Jesus. Because you didn't know if Paul's going to have a relapse and start snatching you up and throwing you in the, in, in, in the arena. You, 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 didn't, you didn't know because why? You kept putting Paul in a page or place that he used to be. I'm even here, get saved and become the Christ, but your friends keep putting you someplace that you used to be. But, but here's even something worse. Not only do your friends put you there, but beloved, sometimes you put yourself there. Sometimes you put yourself so stuck in a place and God could be doing something miraculously in you, but you refuse to accept and turn the page. So the first thing I want you to do this, this, today, I want you to accept, you have to accept this is a page, not a chapter in your book. No matter what you're going through in life, this is not the end of your story. No matter what you've been through, how much you've struggled, how much you have pain, how much you've hurt, how much you've had issues or, or problems in your life, it's not, it does not define you. So what? You had a child out of wedlock. So what? You, you, you used to be alcohol. So what? You had these issues. That does not define you today because why? You are a new creature in Christ. The issue is you have to accept this is just a page in my life. So much you may have a record. So much you may have, have the issue and that issue. Don't let your past define you so much that you can't see what God has for you. I know so many people who are stuck on their if I could have, would have, should have. And they've never moved forward to God. And, and, and they realize this one moment in time has stuck or has made, has made them forget that God can't keep doing great things in their life. And I don't know where you are, beloved, but I know I know a lot of guys back at our church where, you know, they, they got they got records. See, my, I got a church that's in the hood and, 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 and it's kind of weird. I got some millionaires to McDonald workers of my church. So I got millionaires and Calvin in the same place. It's really weird in my, in my place. So, so, I got, so I got a guy who, who has a suit on, who has a nice car, with a guy with tattoos up to the neck, and, and like this here, like, what's up, homie? And so it's kind of really weird in my church. And sometimes the guy with the what's up, homie, doesn't feel he's worthy to sit in the place. It's a guy with the suit on. Because he has his jail stuff, he has his, his, his cell block D, has his tattoos, he has his, his, his teardrops. And he's wondering, am I really, really who you said I am? Am I really, really transformed? And so he sits in church each week struggling about, am I really changed? And, and he has issues and he has struggles because sometimes you know when someone comes into church and they don't quite look just like you. They don't quite feel the same, don't quite act the same way. You kind of go, hmm, I wonder who this person is. And then you kind of struggle with it. Well, sometimes you got to realize they're trying to turn pages in their life. 
because they've been defined by their families and their friends as you'll never get beyond this. I'm the first person in my entire family to get a college degree. I mean, I'm talking about like generations. I'm the first guy in my family that had, that had been married past 20 years in generations. I mean, it's, it's like you'll always be this and you'll always be that. How, how many people live, ever lived up to, 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 how many people have always heard you're just like, Come on, come on now. Come on, you're just like your mom. You're just like your dad. You're just, you know, and, and, and always put you just, but hold on, how about, can I just be like me? And they have put you in such a stigma or such a place where you can't get past because why? You've been told that over and over and over that you're just like this and you wind up finding yourself stuck. Well, unless you admit where you are. Paul says this in verse 12. He said, not that I have already obtained or I may be perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold for that which Christ has laid hold to me. That's where perfected is, is a real cool verb. It, it means to take, to, 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 to make, a, to reach a goal, to complete an assignment, to com- accomplish a, a specific task or to finish a task. It's an indicative verb, which means that it, it's a certain fact. Paul says, I have not got there yet. It, it, when it says it's indicative, it means I have not got there, but, and, and I keep reminding myself that I have not got there. See, if we get to the point where we've arrived, we have not arrived yet. Especially in our Christian world. Because how many realize here that no one's perfect? That we all here, we all fall short of the glory of God. For Luke 9, 6, 2 says, But Jesus said to them, No one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for what? The kingdom of God. We spend all our life trying to prove ourselves to people instead of realizing we just prove ourselves to God and that's alone. Because guess what? We will never arrive until we get to heaven. No one here on the side of my voice will ever reach perfection, perfection until you reach heaven. So don't try to be a Pharisee or a super Christian because you're not going to get there. All you're doing is pressing towards tomorrow, trying to turn each page each day of your life. Not much you to accept the page, but also you, must, you have to acknowledge the page. Paul said in verse 13, brethren... Now, every time you see the word brethren, Paul's talking to the church. So Paul's not talking to heathens, not talking to criminals. He's talking to church people because some, guess what? Church folk got issues. How many of y'all believe church folk got issues? See, y'all know who y'all are. Say, I. Come on now, come on now. I got issues. You got issues. All God's children got issues. Amen. Now, you just freed yourself from saying you don't have issues. Because you may assume, well, Pastor, you don't know who I am. I got this. No, no, no. I don't care where you come from, who you are, you got an issue. We call it back east and back, back home. We say issue. I mean, about issues? Yeah, 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 issue. Now, y'all say issues. We say issue. So, so you got issues because why? You think you don't have issues. And when you think you don't have issues, you got an issue. That itself is an issue. Somebody say amen. You got, to, you got to acknowledge, yes, uh, I kind of did this, and yes, I, I kind of did that, but, 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 but I, 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 I'm not stuck there. The word apprehend is another, another cool verb. It, it's an infinitive verb. It's used to express a purpose. Paul said, I haven't got there yet. I'm pushing towards it. It means to take over the seas, obtain the grass, to comprehend and understand it. But Paul, Paul, see, the one thing that helps you get to your next level that you can turn the page is realize I haven't got there. Stop trying to assume you're someplace and you're not. Admit where you are as a Christian because that way God can use you and take you to where he wants you to go. 
Keep trying to make yourself something that you're not. God says, I can't use you because you're still playing games with yourself. You're not being real with me. If you're not being real with yourself, how can God be real with you? And Paul says here, I, I realize I, I apprehend that I'm not there because why? I'm a sinner. Romans 3.23 says what? For all have sinned. How, how many people in here have sinned? Now see you sitting right now because everybody's hand isn't up. <laughs> all have sinned and fallen what? Sure. Glory of God. So who are you to point fingers at anybody else? Everybody in this room has a sin of choice. You do. You may not do this. You may not have this sin, but you got a sin. Come on, somebody. You got a sin. My sin is sometimes I don't push back the chicken sometimes. That's a sin. You know, that's a sin. Sin of gluttony. Every now and then, that chicken look real good. I can praise Jesus. And I ask God, I, I, sometimes I ask, before I eat, I ask God for forgiveness before I get down to the plate. Because I already know sin coming. How many of y'all know about sin coming? Sin coming. Sin, sin cometh. And, and ladies, don't you say, oh, no, no. Yeah, how about y'all get some chocolate? Yeah, yeah. And how about that? That's that San Marcos Outlet Mall. Sin cometh. Come on, somebody. Sin cometh. Sin cometh. You know, no, no. And, and, and so you may not be an adulterer. You may not be a whoremonger. You might be a curse, but you got some sin up in you. How, how about the sin of gossip? Mm. How about that telephone sin? Girl, have you heard about having the Charlotte? See, 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 we try to put sin in category. First degree murder, second degree murder, mass. So, no, no, no. Sin is sin. And we get to the point as children of God, we try to put sin in category where I'm not that, or I'm not that, therefore I'm okay. No, it's all sin. Homosexuality, sin. Backbiting, sin. Matter of fact, at that typical time, I'm rather, I don't mind because at least they're out the closet. See, the more they come out the closet, we keep to go in the closet. When the Christians are going to come out the closet and say, listen, I'm a child of God. See, I'd rather deal with a sinner who says I'm a sinner and deal with it. And, and, but I'm a repentant sinner. I'm trying to change my life. you got to remember that you are a repentant sinner trying to change your life for God, and God is still working on you. See, at, at, at our church, I, I found out the other week at our church, well, about a couple months ago, uh, that we were a, a, um, a, a sinner-friendly church. Not a seeker-friendly, but sinner-friendly. How, how many of y'all know, a sinner, how many know, about, how many know about sinners? See, y'all lying again. Sinners. <laughs> Y'all sinners. Y'all just repent of sinners. How many of y'all got some sinner friends? Don't you want your sinner friends to come to a church that's sinner, a church that's sinner friendly? That doesn't come in where everyone looks perfect or if you don't look this way or act that way, that you're like, you're one of those people? Well, the church has got to become, realize that, listen here, because I'm not there. Paul says, I am not there. I do not count myself as to apprehend it. I am not, I am not glorified yet. I am not, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm still, Paul says, he said, I have a thorn in my flesh. What's your thorn? Fellas, it could be Saturday to Saturday doing football season. Or Sunday, Sunday afternoon doing football. You know, it's the, the worst guys send them the most during football season. Come on, guys. We don't talk to our wives. We like, hey, the game's on, step back. It, it can be like the house on fire. Just put some water around me. The house will be, be okay. Leave the TV alone. Just, just one more quarter to go and we'll, we'll leave. Just give me a minute. Baby, the house on fire. It'll wait till the fourth quarter. <laughs> and we put God at this place. Or oh, ladies, you, you get your house so much. You all, we all have sinned. And until you realize we, we, we all are repentive sinners, we've got to have a church where people can come and be helped and feel like, you know, 
I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, but I do know a perfect God. I do know a perfect spirit that can change your life. And you want to come to a place that, that will take you just the way you are. Ephesians 7, 20 says this here. For there is not a just man on earth. Ecclesiastes 7, 20 says, there is not a just man on earth. There is not a just man on earth who does good. And what? There's not one. Not a just man who does not sin. Even you and your nice house and your nice thing, what you do, you still got some sin tendencies. Why? Because you're human. And if you ever think that you're not human, you've lost being real. And that's why you have to learn to accept where you are. There's so many times that, that, number three, we have to admit the actions of the page. I got, to, I got to accept it, I got to acknowledge it, but then I got to admit the actions of this page. Paul says, brethren, I do not count myself after have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things, which are what? I got to, yeah, I used to be a, a drug addict. Got to admit that. Yeah, I used to be a whoremonger. I got to admit that. Yeah, I did. I had, yeah, I had an abortion when I was a teenager. I got to admit that. Yeah, I had an affair. Well, yeah, I, I got to admit that. Yeah, I, I got to admit this page happened. I, I got in trouble in high school. I got in trouble when I was a teenager. I got in trouble. This page happened. I, I cannot deny it. I can't run from it. It, it. It's who I am. As a matter of fact, some things in the page helped define the new me. And I got to admit that, that, that if it wasn't not for this page, I may not have found Jesus. How many of you know that, that, that it's during your worst moments Christ shows up? And not to admit the actions of that page will cause you to not to remember how far you were, go, how far you were gone and how much Jesus brought you back and redeemed you and changed you because you have to admit where you were. I got to admit, yeah, I did some stuff. Let me tell you something. You may not have done no, 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 no blue-collar crime. You may not have done a white-collar crime, but you've done some crime. Nobody here is perfect. I say that. No one here is crystal clean. No one here is totally pure. We all got struggles, and you got to admit what, where your struggles were at. Some of you say, well, Pastor, you know, I don't know, somebody, I've been saved my whole life. Well, you might have the sin of being a Pharisee. How many of that's a sin? A sin of self-righteousness. And in church, in, in church settings, that's one of the biggest sins, sins of self-righteousness. That you're so, that you're so self-right because, Pastor, I've been saved my whole life and I've been saved since I was a child. So I don't know what you're talking about. I have never done anything wrong. Oh, you are sinning right now because you think you're somebody more than somebody else. And that's a sin of self-righteousness. And that's a real, an abominable sin because guess what? You can't talk to people because you've got your head so high and you're so high and mighty. You think you can't let no one know that you are low in your self-righteous self because you, you came out saved from your mama's womb. But the Bible says... And sin and iniquity, my mother and father forsake me. Job said, man that born a woman got but a few days, and those days are full of trouble. So I don't care who you are, where you come from, you have got sin in your life. So you got to admit, I have done something. But Paul says, the one thing I do, one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to forget my past. One thing you would not hold me captive to is my past. Paul says, I know I was a mass murderer. I know 
I was a Pharisee. Paul says, I was, a, I was, I was circumcised on the eighth of Abraham. I know who I am. I sat at the feet of Gamel. I know my, my past. I understand my past legacy. But now I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. And so he said, this here, I, I know where I came from, but I know where I'm going. And you got to say sometime, beloved, it, it, it helps your coworkers realize that, you, that you've been someplace that they have been. It helps your coworkers realize, you know what? I thought, I, 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 never, I remember we have a, a person in our church, um, he's one of our elders, and um, how, many, uh, how many of you used to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Okay, he, he's Carlton. <laughs> he's Carlton, he's straight up, and I'm, I'm Fresh Prince, I'm, 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 I'm from the Bronx, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from New York, I'm like, what's up, man, what's up? And so when I first got there, I would say, man, that's Jack. He said, um, what is that? You know, I, I, I used my New York slang. He said, um, doctor, um, why are you using those type of words? I said, man, I may have a degree, but the degree ain't got me. <laughs> and, and, and one day, we, as, as we get, we, we've, been, we've been together for like 15 years now, and, and he's starting to loosen up. And one day we had testimony service. Oh, man. And Elder came, Elder came unplugged. <laughs> oh, y'all know, oh, that means Elder start telling truth. I'm sorry, I forgot where I'm at. Unplug, what that mean? Well, so it's just, Elder revealed himself to us. <laughs> and so, and so, and so we're sitting there in testimony service, and Elder comes unplugged. He says, you know what? I thank God for when I was an alcoholic. I was like, what? Everybody said, I said, you lying in church. I'm, I'm not doing this in service. <laughs> no, pastor, I have not always been like that. I said, you, I, can you imagine Carlton drunk? I said, no way. He said, yeah. He said, man, he said, I, drunk. I used to drink all the time. He said, get out of here. Oh, yeah, get drunk, chase women. Chase Carlton chasing women? Getting drunk? No way. He said, oh, yeah. Back in my sailor days, I was something else. I said, get the heck out of here. I said, shut the front door. He said, yeah. I would have never, ever known that. But because he's went to a transformation and he's lost being self-righteous, now 30 years of him being saved, he can reveal who he really was. So now people kind of want to be mentored by El because they realize he is not Snow White. There is some dirt on him. There is some stuff on him. There is some stains in his armor. There is some kinks there. He's not perfect. How many people want to be mentored by a perfect person? You, it's, un, it's, it's un, impossible. And so that day, his whole life in our church changed because now people saw him as somebody real. He was always this guy on a pedestal. That's the elder. Oh. He come in the room with like this glow on him. Oh. No, the light, the light. <laughs> but now... He's like a normal guy, because why? He started admitting his past. And now he's able, he was able to identify with people who may have had a past. How many people here, I, I, we, call it a, we call it BC and AC. BC means before Christ, AC means after Christ. How, how many of y'all got some, some BC, had, had some, got some BC issues? 
before Christ issues. How many of y'all got some AC issues from your BC issues? <laughs> the, some of them BC issues kind of linger over to the AC time, and you haven't really gotten, you haven't gotten, you know, healed yet. Well, unless you admit that, you can never turn the page. You're stuck there. The page defines you. Paul says, yeah, I, I, I've, I've murdered some people. Yeah, I've, I've thrown some people in jail. Yeah, I've done some things I'm, not ash- I'm ashamed of. And yeah, I, I persecuted Christ for a long time. But one day on the road, on the way on the road to destroy the faith, I met someone named Jesus Christ. And when I met Jesus Christ, my whole life changed. And so I understand where I came from. And, and see, and, but now I'm changing. And yes, I know where I was, but I know where I'm going. So I, so I don't know who's here today, but I want you to realize right now, I don't care what you've done, where you've been, what you've dis- whatever your life may be in the past. There's a God that can meet you on the road and change your life and give you a brand new sleep. The Bible says, if any man meet Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away. I don't care what you've done, where you've been, and what cell block. I don't care all the hidden sins you may have had, and, and, and no one knows, but God knows. But he still tells you, no matter what you've done, I still can change you once you admit that you need me. Once you admit that you need a Christ that can save your life, I can change you right where you are, and that mental understanding of, 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 of the issues will go away. Will they all? Paul says, I, I'm forgetting. The word forgetting is it's another, it's a... It's a pronoun. It, it, it's, it's in the present tense. It means I do it over and over and over. It means forget, overlook, to, to put aside in my mind. I'm not dealing with that. That's not going to hinder me anymore. Because, see, if, if I stay there, then I can't move forward. If I stay in my past, then God can't do anything with me. Therefore, I, 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 I got to admit it, but it doesn't define me. Uh, when, when God, as God, um, I have a, 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 a disability, uh, 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 I have a stuttering issue, and I have a, a brain issue. That's why I'm crazy. I'm certified for certified with crazy. And, and um, no, it is. I found out in college. It was, is that trip? I, 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 I get already to, to, to my graduate school, and I find out I'm crazy. Isn't that funny? And so I tell my mother, I said, Mom, you see, yeah, I told you I was crazy. Because, I mean, my mother used to, used to adjust me on my, my school grades because it wasn't great. And she say, I had, but comes to college, I had an issue. I said, Mom, all the whooping was for nothing. Cause I told you I was crazy. And here's the, here's the test to prove it. And, and so now I, I, I got this issue. I, I got stuttering. And God says, preach. I said, Preach. I said, I talk real fast because, you know, I'm from the city, so I'm trying to get my hustle on. I'm trying to get my hustle. I'm trying to get my hustle. So, so, so I talk real fast, and then, and then, I, then I talk real fast, and then I stutter. So, so I'm like, come on. So I sound like I'm mixing, you know, I sound like a rapper. And, 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 and I said, and you want me to preach, God? And, and then, then I'm big. I'm saying, no, Lord, this not going to work. He said, listen here, let me do that, and you just do you. And so, 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 I, so I preach, and so I, and so I, so I stutter, and I preach, and I say, Lord, I, I, how, how are they going to stand? By the time it leaves your mouth and get to them, they'll get it. <laughs> Just forget about your past and let me work on the now. So I know where you are today. There's somebody here right now who's been captive by their past. It's, been your, it's your own little cell block. And you're walking around 
you like the walking, you like, you, you, you're on parole. You got that thing on your leg. And you can never go too far because it beeps. And, and you never want to go deeper because it beeps in your heart. And you, you can let the lock go. Admit where you were. But then say, one day, I met Jesus. And, and, and when you meet Jesus, beloved, everything changes. I, I got a guy at our church. He, um, um, he, was, he, he ran the cell block. Oh, yeah. Big, gigantic Samoan. He like 6'5", like 320. Yeah, he like bring precious cars. Yeah, he's huge. I mean, when we first let, let him to Christ, he came to church. I mean, he's all, oh, I mean, he got tattoos on his fingers. He's like this here. So he came to church one time. Everybody was like, hey, brother. <laughs> Ladies were like this with their purse. <laughs> Come on, let's get, I mean, I mean, he was, I mean, tattoos up, tattoos up. I mean, he's like this. I mean, he's huge. And here, he had, he had hair in plaques. Oh, I'm like, what in the world? He got saved. And he was all like, you all around. You know, everybody was scared of him. He said, see, this is why I don't want to go. I said, come here. I said, hold up. So he, I, I put him on the front row. I said, man, I said, this is my new friend. So he just got our cell block D. Cool. My new friend. He's the kind of people I wanted to church because why? He a sinner who's saved by grace. I said, he, 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 he looks scary, but he's number the big teddy bear. I said, I guarantee you he, he's a big teddy bear who's happy to be here with y'all. And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, over time, he is a big teddy bear. He a big teddy bear. <laughs> He a teddy bear. <laughs> but not only did he have to accept where he was at, we had to forget where he was at so we can accept the new thing Christ did with him. So there might be someone here who is trying to change, and you're not letting them change because you remember their past. And they're working hard to forget their past, but you keep reminding them of their past. You may not say it, but you don't invite them to all the things that they should be invited to. You don't hang out, you don't encourage them, you don't, because you remember what they used, because it's, it's, it's a way of you one-upping them. Paul said, I gotta forget. He, J- Joshua said like this here, he said, only be strong and courageous that you may observe to, ac- to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. He said, do not turn from, from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper. Where you go. Paul said this here. Joshua said this, Joshua. I understand Moses was alive, but guess what? He's dead now. It's, on, it's your turn. Stop trying to rest and trying to focus on what Moses has done. I want you to be strong and run your race because you have got a race set for you. Moses is dead. He's gone. Now you run your race. And lastly, you have to actively turn page. Once you admit the page, you got to turn the page. Once you admit the issues, acknowledge it, and acknowledge it, the activities, and you admit it, you got to realize, okay, in order for me to go past, I've got to physically, mentally, emotionally turn this issue, let this issue be going. Paul says, I press towards the goal for the prize of the call of God in Christ Jesus. Paul says, I press. The word press, it, it, it's a pretty cool, it's an imperative. Imperative is a command. Paul says, I'm telling you, I'm commanding you to move forward. Don't be stuck in your issues. Don't be, the one thing that me and my wife, um, 
<laughs> I can't, my wife doesn't like the word I'm sorry. She says, she says, when you say you're sorry, when you say I'm sorry, she says, they're right, you are sorry. So I don't say the word I'm sorry. I say I apologize or forgive me because I know that's not her word because she doesn't like the word I'm sorry. So I don't say the word. I might say I apologize or forgive me or my bad, you know, so, you know whatever. Because if I say sorry, she goes, mm, you are, mm. so I don't even go there no more. I, I already know she don't like the word I'm sorry. So I, so I get that. And so, so when I admit I'm wrong and I turn the page, it's not I'm sorry. It's I'm, I'm forgetting page or, for, or, or uh, I forgot page, but I've never I'm a sorry page because that's that I am sorry because I don't want to do that anymore. And so I'm saying it because sometimes learn the language of progression. What is going to help me move forward? Well, Paul says, I press towards the goal. The word means to pursue, to ensure hard work, to strive, to seek, to run after, to chase after something. Is God's Word is, is what God has for you bigger than you? And, and, and how many here want to die and not reach all the potential that God has for you? How many here want to get it all? See, see, you, you look scared. See, th- th- that's what most Christians, most Christians don't want to, I mean, the Bible says you can get it all. How many here want everything God has for them? Come on now. I mean, your children, I mean, I mean it's okay to say, I want it all. It's not being so. It's not being greedy. How many want to have, have great kids? Come on, y'all don't know about great kids. I got, I, got, I got some kids. I got, I got nine grandchildren, four kids. I'm praying, I'm praying for their greatness now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Lord, have mercy in Jesus' name. I want them great. I want, I want a great legacy for my kids. I want my kids to, all my kids to be in Christ and know Jesus. I want that because why? It's the promise of God. There's, it's okay to want all that... It's, this is not an iPad. It's a Bible. It's okay to want all that's in here. It's okay to want it all. You don't have to say, oh, no, I just want to, I'm just happy I got grace. No, no, no. I want everything in this book. There's 3,000 more promises that just here for you. If there's 3,000, why do you only want a dime? I mean, that's, that, that means 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I know my, my slangs. So a dime means 10. A C note means 100. So, we, we, well, i explain it to you later. Um, if there's 3K, that means 3,000. If there's 3,000, why would I only want a couple hundred? How many of y'all want all, all 3,000? So now you're scared now. Well, I don't know. What do you want? Forget that person. What do you want? I want all 3,000. 3,000 promises? You mean, God, you got things for me I haven't even seen yet? It, it, once I get into your word, it, it blows my mind? My borders can be expanded. I can be blessed. I can have favor. I, 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 my kids can, I mean, you mean, I don't mean having a, a, a Bentley in your garage, but I can have peace. That's the past all understanding. That's the promise of God. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. But I got to accept the fact that God can do that, can do that for me. You mean, God, that, that no matter where I'm from, I still can be a princess or a, a prince of God? I wasn't born. I was, born, I was born in the projects. I lived in the hood when I grew up. My mother worked 12 hours a day to send me to private school because she didn't want to be like everybody else. And, and it was hard. It was difficult. But she told me, son, you're not going to be like your neighborhood. And so she worked 12 hours a day to send me to private school so I couldn't get education. 
and, and, and be something not like the guys on my hood. But guess what? I kept trying to be like the guys in my hood. I mean, in New York, yeah, yeah, we have cap, private school means Catholic school. And um, so I, I had to go through the projects wearing a um, plaid pants, <laughs> a white shirt, and a burgundy jacket with a plaid tie. How many of y'all know that don't work going to the projects? <laughs> So, so Tyler, I learned how to fight good early. <laughs> I, w- I would take clothes in my bag because I knew these are going to get ripped up before I got to the train because why? You don't wear plaid pants. And they were like, you know, the green and burgundy, you know, the weird. I mean, I got, they got a little parts over here, the little weird. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was bad. And, and so, and I, and I was a big kid. So here I am with, and, and, you know, the high waters on, the, the plaid pants, the white shirt, the plaid tie, and the big solid jack to match the plaid pants, and I'm going to school, and they're going, come here. No, and, 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 and guys, they got, they, got the, they got the Chuck Taylors on, the Pumas, and the Levi's, and the, the, the Run DMC hats, and I got my little plaid shirt on, my, 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 my plaid pants, my, my white shirt, my plaid tie, my little jacket, my little book bag, and my little, my little first in Flintstone lunchbox, and I'm going to school, and, 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 and all of a sudden, here come, here come, here come, here come Grandmaster Flash. And, 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 and I'm trying to be cool Realizing this ain't this not gonna work, and so I never liked the fact that I went to private school because I had to fight my way through to get to school. And some of you, God is trying to tell you, it's okay to to arrive where I'm taking you. You may have to fight through it, you may have to struggle through it, but it's okay. It's also I want to show this clip to you right quick. It's almost like when you are on this race with God, Paul says, like Paul says, I gotta, I, I, I gotta, I gotta push this thing. And, and, and in this clip I want to show you, it's how you have to live your life for Jesus. You've got to put your head down and listen to his voice. And you can't, you can't care what anyone says about you. You've just got to listen to his voice and keep moving. So let me show you what I'm talking about. I get a good tight hold, Jeremy. All right, let's go, Brock. So, keep your knees off the ground, just your hands and feet. There you go. Telling you, a little bit left. You can't make it. There you go. But Jesus, Jeremy, good effort. The Holy Spirit saying, keep moving. That way, Brock. You keep coming. And you got your friends in the background saying, there you go. Oh, you think you're saved now. You go to church and, and you think you're A little bit left. And, and they're always bit left. nagging at you and talking about you. There you go, you. Brock. And watch, watch, the, watch the clip here. Good strength. You see the other teammates in the back, they, they're, they're laughing. <laughs> see, they're laughing at you. You go to church now, that's cute. That's you're it, not Brock. cussing anymore. That's it. Oh, that's cute. But you're still what? You get to 20. Forward. You give me your best. And, and, you keep going. And, and, and that's it. Still, and they're laughing at you. Oh, no, so you don't, don't cuss stop, anymore. Brock. You got more you than that. Hey, you don't go to club anymore. And, and they're still you laughing keep at moving. you. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Of the hot there you go. Because why? Keep the moving. Spirit is telling you to keep it what? Moving. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving. And you're tired. And you're depressed. But you keep moving. And moving because why? You learn to turn the pain and trust God and his spirit. And not your spirit. Keep driving. Keep, your, keep your knees off the ground. That's it. You're very best. They're not Don't quit on me. You're very best. Keep driving. Anymore. Keep driving. There you go. Not there your you friends. go. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees They're off the ground. They're not laughing at keep you. Keep driving. Don't quit till anymore. you got nothing left. 
Because the things Keep I moving, used to bro. do, that's it. I don't that's do. That's it. That's it. Anymore. Keep going. I want everything you got. Now watching come on. Keep going. That I don't mind that I'm saved. I don't mind that I come home now with my wife and my kids. I don't mind that I don't drink. I don't mind. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind that I don't and I'm my friends are amazed and they're watching me because they said what's called you move you tell them well there's something deep down on the inside of the Holy Spirit that keeps telling me to move to move and to move and to move and it overtakes my life and my mind and my spirit and I just keep moving I keep moving even beyond my own abilities because why there's something down on the inside that tells me don't quit don't stop just keep pressing and admit that listen this was even the new me and my past all of a sudden my friends start Oh, because why? You're There's something new about me that's changing and rearranging, and now the old me is a new me coming out. And each step I take, I'm moving forward and higher to my goal. That's why God is doing something in me. Give me your best. Doing something in me. The Spirit says, just do your best. Just push, just push. And guess what? You're tired. You're weary. You're hurting. The Spirit says, keep going. Keep going. Keep pressing. Keep turning. Keep moving. Keep trusting. Keep believing. Keep knowing. Keep understanding. Keep keep praying. Keep hoping God. Keep loving God. Keep worshiping God. Keep being powerful and proud of God. Keep moving. Don't worry that you can't see it. Don't worry where you're going. Don't worry. If you just keep hearing the Holy Spirit, it will guide you all truth. But you just got to keep moving. And before you know it, before you know it, you've limited yourself. But the Lord, look up, Brock. Brought you You're all in the, the end way zone. To the finish line. Don't trust yourself. Trust the Spirit of God that's in you. If you just keep moving, just keep pressing. Behold, if anyone be in Christ, they are what? A new creature. The greatest thing that you can do in your life, you can do it with one finger. You can learn to actively turn the page. So I don't know where you are today. I don't know what you've done in your life. I don't care what you've been through. But if you today can spiritually and emotionally and physically in the spirit just learn to turn the page. Because each page is a new story. Each page is a new beginning. Each page is a fresh start on all the great things God can do with you. So I'm asking you this morning, can you please learn to turn the page in your life? Let, don't let your past define you. Let your past become you. Learn to turn the page. Because God has turned the page on you. You were once dead in your... The Bible says, while you were yet sinners, Christ died for you. That he might turn your page. So this morning, if you're here this morning, you don't know Christ, and you're, you're kind of struggling, you've got an issue. Christ died that he can turn your page. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you, if you're saved or unsaved or you're in between. But I want to pray for those this morning who need, a, who need a God that can turn their... How many of you need a God that can turn their pages this morning? God's here to turn your page. 
Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, there might be someone here this morning who has a past, who has an issue. And God, they're stuck. But today, they realize they've got to turn the page. So as a knock of God of your grace and mercy, to acknowledge your redeeming power, you're here this morning, and you want God to turn your page, whatever that thing is that keeps holding you back, whatever that thing is that keeps reminding you of who you used to be. But today, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you today you say, I'm going to turn this page. Today, I will not be on the same. Today is new life. If you're here this morning, that's you. And you want God to turn your page. Can you just raise your hands and say, God, turn my page. Just raise your hands so I can pray for you before I leave. And say, Lord, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Lift your hands and say, Lord, turn my page. Turn my page. Lift your hand. Turn my page. Father God, there's a hands that are raised right now all around this room. Lord, you know what's on the page. You know the writing on the page. You know the struggles of the page. But God, you are such an amazing God. You can erase you can turn and give him a brand new, you say, God, you give him new mercies every morning. So right now, God, in the name of Jesus, give him the power to the Holy Spirit to turn the page. Realize that old page is not to find him. They are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Have them to press towards the mark to hear you, God, as they turn the page to a new life. Bless him, God, in the only way you can. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.